Welcome all. We'll be starting soon. Oh, yes. Yes, we are. Sorry. I was just trying to set some music here in the meantime, but yes, we are live on call in as well. Okay, then let's get ready to start the room. Yeah. Come on. Hi. <laughs> um, Hello, and welcome to Karma Club, a weekly salon for serious thinkers hosted by Dr. Francine Hardaway. Karma Club is streamed live on several platforms and is also downloadable as a podcast. Support the show by buying Karma Coins at rally.io slash creator slash karma. I think we may need to Oh, no, that. stop the music. I know, literally, I need to update that. <laughs> literally, literally stop the music. That's where we start the real part of the room. And we start giving the group therapy. Everyone, anyone who wants to come up now um, is welcome. This room never fills up until halfway into the room. And one of the things we're going to talk about today is what to do about that. And I've tried some uh, techniques that I haven't even told Heyman about. Heyman is my Heyman is my brother. And my um, room runner, and he <laughs> he has been doing this with us since the very beginning. And we are going to talk about where we go forward. First of all, let me bring you up to date on Rally while we are inviting people to share the room. And, and we are inviting people to come into the room. Um, <laughs> I just got a, an email to talk about COP27. While we're inviting people to come into the room and share the room, um, I want to see if we can make some some changes to it, you know, that are really important. So, and Heyman, you don't even know this yet, but you and you you will get an invitation soon oh. i'm yes i am turning uh karma club into karma house oh and that is for obvious reasons this is a physical house but, like uh somewhere we could go party or what's going on yeah <laughs> clubhouse house and a place where we can go party but if you know me 
you know that I'm a serious thinker and there are some limits to my partying. So what I want to start by talking about is the macro, the macro of why we all need therapy, um, or at least why I need therapy and why I'm willing to enlist you to help me and, and help each other. Because the theory of this club from the very beginning was that we leave the world a little better uh, then we came into it, and that we try and pay it forward and think ahead. Well, the first thing that happened to me this week was that rally, which is the sponsor of Karma Coin and Karma Club, announced that it was pulling the plug. And because a lot of the people who bought Karma Coin were friends of mine, this to me... Um, represented a failure on my part to protect them from the vagaries of cryptocurrency and the internet. And that is um, a big lesson that I have learned. And I, it makes me feel really bad, especially for you, Heyman, because I paid you in Karma Coin, which is now uh, essentially worthless. Although if you go to rally, you, since you're one of the, the largest holders, you can go um, read their directions on bridging out or let me know um, if you want to bridge out and see what we can get in regular money. So we got uh, caught in a cryptocurrency, let's call it a situation. I don't want to call it a scam. And the reason for that is that I think the people who did it were well-intentioned, but it didn't help, you know. It, it really uh, didn't make it, and it involved a whole lot of other people. And I think it's kind of scared people off on crypto because, after all, this was supposed to be um, – the real, by the way, raise your hand if you want to come up and help me out here, because I, I would love it. So the, there were, you know, all these friends of mine, and this was supposed to be the easy way to onboard to crypto. And, and it was supposed to be a safe space. Well, I kept it a safe space on my end, but I can't, uh, I can't vouch for the people who who, you know, ran it because they took investor money. And this is a big lesson to learn. Once you've taken investor money, you are under the, the care and protection. Let's put that backwards. The, you know, the lack of care and protection of the investors whose, whose, uh, therapy whose goals are never aligned with yours so so i just also want to let you know that uh, lucia from france and jenny uh from the u.s are joining us also from on stage from call inside uh for the for the group therapy yeah. <laughs> okay. so far so far this is my therapy <laughs> <laughs> but we we it's this is a yeah, this is a question of put your mask on, put your own mask on first, because, uh, you know, I just feel so terrible about this because it absolutely violates everything 
that I set out to do with the Karma Club and the Karma Coin. So I've decided that <laughs> for the next endeavor, I'm going to take this club, and this isn't, you know, entirely if you'll go with me, Heyman, um, to take this club into a house, which is Clubhouse's new way of putting people in safe spaces, and I'm going to discuss scams on the internet. Well, also, I mean, I'm just also wondering, because Clubhouse has also not, they're, they're, um, they're, they don't seem to be also, uh, I don't know, allowing a lot of, uh, of our friends to also join us, right, on the space, because they seem to be blocking. I'm just wondering whether we should still be open to uh, having the multicasting call in, as well as who knows what Twitter's in the works with, because remember, they're working Vine, and uh, what else? Because I think uh, if we put our eggs in one basket, that's the basket's not, that's not inviting of all people. Uh, it, could right. be, it could be another mess. I don't like the fact that, you know, we had that problem with Clubhouse where we had. Uh, and they basically guest. shadow banned us. Right. That's exactly right. Right. And which we is unfair it. because I think it's like, I think we've always believed that, you know, as moderators and as, as a community, we could actually, we know we have common sense to discuss things among ourselves. Even if we disagree, we will discuss it among ourselves and come to some agreement. But to have a third party coming in and, judging our conversation and canceling people who are our guests, invited guests, uh, is absolutely wrong. Well, you know, which brings me to the larger question of trust and safety in Clubhouse and on the Internet. And and another uh, experience that I had this week which was more of a close call. And that was some dude who, who um, purported to really think I was wonderful, um, kept on chatting with me and moved me into the chat on WhatsApp and groomed me, so to speak, for... You know, I'm not sure what, because I would have had to have some money, mm-hmm. and I don't. But but basically, I needed to put a new roof on my house, and this man said to me, I'll help you. Just send me your bank details, and I'll, you know, See, I'll I think wire I... you $10,000. And I was like, no, thank you. Uh, you know, that's not – and he said, well, you're really – hard to help mm. you know he said That's i said like, what do you yeah. He, yeah he said what do you need this is like and pure I psychology said, psychological games that even men or totally. partner relationships right they play totally and then um and i want you to get into that in a second but let me finish this story first um this this story is the next thing that he did was offer me a job, mm-hmm. you know, at the United Nations. Oh, come what on. He re- what he were, <laughs> yes. Okay. What he were, I think this is were, where I think, this is where I think we, we could go into the reasons why we even joined social audio initially, right? Yes. Go ahead. No, I, mean, I, I think I, I've had this conversation with a lot of people who felt, uh, you know, initially they, they felt like social audio was a savior for them, right? During this period of uh, pandemic, isolation, loneliness, 
Uh, but then, then we had those characters who came in and took, you know, we, we had this in our society anyways, right? It's just those people who try to abuse the situation, right? right? And uh, those, the people, I mean, on the whole, most people are kind, uh, trusting, everything else. But then we have these characters who, you know, for their personality reasons or for uh, devious financial reasons, they take advantage of that trust and the honesty. Um, and that's happened a lot on all these platforms. And now that the pandemic is sort of like people have started getting out more, um, I think it, they're it, abandoning these platforms, right? Which is good for them health wise, but also some actually have stuck it through because they still felt like they're isolated. Um, and I think one thing, I think there's still a need, right? There's a, still a need for, um, community. Um, I'm not sure like, uh, Jenny, you've been on the system for a long time. So Lucia too. I mean, uh, on the call inside and Johan, Rick, please chime in, LaShonda. I mean, I think we all felt community. We all were searching for some place to like, you know, like a cheers bar, right? Where everyone knows our name, right? That the, the theme song. And it felt good. And also for those who actually had side interests that never thought they could be uh, doing this kind of thing, uh, found like they're calling sometimes, right? And they found an avenue to uh, reach out to people and share and grow and even do a lot of things. Um, so I think it has benefits in a lot of ways. And group therapy, I was, I was just wondering where you were going to take that group therapy today room with. Oh, I'm going to ask everybody yeah. else so, so oh, Jenny I'm, sorry so that, Jenny wanted to chime sorry go ahead Francine go and ahead, Jenny. Jenny oh Jenny go ahead I I just uh, started out on the internet in 1996 looking to try to influence people to a lifestyle that I think is good for kids and that stayed my same goal for these whole 25 years I, I really believe in this lifestyle and nobody's really promoting it because there's not a lot of money attached to it, but I really believe it's the way to live a happy life as a family. And so I do have an agenda. I'm very open about my agenda. And I think in many ways I've been successful in sharing the message, but for some of us, you know, it's not necessarily about making friends. I have a wonderful family and community life here where I live, but I really am, am dis dismayed by the amount of bullying that young parents especially experience around their health care and want to help them to know that they can make choices that will lead to what I believe is a happier family life, will save them a ton of money and, and set them down a, a, a path that's a little bit more sovereign, not so tied to government money and the influence of the people in their community that I think just robs people of, of their money and their health. And so, uh, for me, that's what it's about. And and are you uh, up to your, you know, sort of up to your neck in alligators like I am? Always, always. Uh, Francine, yeah. it would take me three hours to explain to you all of the blowback that has landed on my head because of the things I have tried to share with, especially moms, about how to have a healthy family. You know, even things as benign as how to cook with whole grains and buy your food from farmers instead of getting foods from the big food conglomerates. You know, you would think that that's not a controversial thing, but there are trillions of dollars at stake in those those schemes. And so I'm constantly teaching workarounds to the, the messaging you're getting from the media about what's necessary to have a healthy family. And so, yeah, the blowback has been intense. Oh, okay, Rick. How are you? Um, 
I'm good. I just got back into town from going to uh, Kansas, which, much like Arizona, is, is a uh, a very conservative state with um, a kind of a libertarian bent to it. Um, so it, it was uh, really interesting, and I found out I wanted to explore some of my past, you know, because that's where I went to high school and all that. So uh met with a lot of people that, that I hadn't seen for a long time and, you know, talked about uh, that's that's where I got my first exposure to activism, um, you know. Do you think your activism has done any good, Rick? Yes and no. Um, yeah, I mean, a- activism is something that there is no end to it. Um, but and if if you think there is, then you're in denial about the world. But Rick, I'm just curious though. When when you say active, oh anything, right? Do do you not have goals like in terms of like if I like what kind of goals would you set when you when you start uh, planning to um, like, you know, focus on a certain area. Like, do you, like, I'm just curious, like, that's the hard part, right? Because how do you actually measure it, too? Like, to make yourself happy and see if there's progress. Um, well, you can only control what you can control. So, you know, I'm, I'm the president of a democratic club at the same, which has a lot of rules, you know, because, uh, you know, you're a charter of a Dem- the Democratic Party. They have a lot of rules. Um, but I'm not a, I'm, I have voted for Republicans. I have voted for, um, I haven't voted for Republican for a, a while, but I, I have voted for a decline to state candidates and, supported and canvassed for them before uh i get in trouble for that um at my club and i get a lot of grief about it but you can't really control that you can just make the argument that we want the most you know in my view you want the most competent people for the job um regardless of their political affiliation if the values are the same and to me that's the most important thing the values and can you get somebody to change their values it's it's difficult because a lot of those things are really really ingrained in all of us Um, but i don't think this is the problem is that i don't think this is and i cut you off i know but um, the, the problem is that we do have values, and if we if we dig beneath the surface, we have similar values, you know. And and one of the, or at least I think we do, because anytime the Democrats put out a message, the Republicans take it and add it to their own messaging, and so. My feel, and some of the values, if you think about values, you know, values are broad. And you, if, if you drill down to like abortion, you know, and, and talk about pro-life or 
uh, woman's right to choose, you will find that uh, that a woman's right to choose is something we all value, and pro-life is also so something we all value. We just construe it differently. Francine, I'm just curious also, could we not have different values but still have a set of societal values that are somewhat agreed to? Like, um, that like, that like, used to be called the social contract. Right. Like, I think we're uh, like, I'm just thinking like, um, Rick, I, I just miss uh, just one wording that you mentioned somewhat irked me. It's just that when you said we have to change other people's values, I'm just wondering, like, do we though? Because I think that's, that's them, right? It's they, who they are, but it's just, at least we could agree that, you know, we live in a society, uh, and you know, we have to accept that you can't, you know, you know, that whole uh, that sticker that um, like a um, I think the I'm not sure which groups adhere to that you know don't tread on me you know that snake sticker that um, so I'm just thinking like same thing can we not agree that you know don't tread on other people's rights uh, private like you know to privacy and health oh, sorry can I jump on that yeah Lucia from uh, call yeah, inside Lucia from the call inside um, I kind of agree with you Heyman when you say that. Uh, it's it's actually interesting to have different values. People with different values. I always like to say that uh, the world is like a, a fruit salad. When you're making a fruit salad, you have a sweet fruit, uh, you have a sour fruit, you have uh, acid fruits, and the mix makes the the fruit salad really uh, pretty amazing. If you had some spices, so having different values that actually make uh, the world really interesting. Um, however. Um, what is also can be interesting is to help people to um, have a better understanding on, on others' values. If you if uh, you have a different value than me, uh, him, and I will be super curious to see the world from your eyes or from your perspective. So that can help me also to evolve and and also to um, how to say that to. Um, um, to uh, to highlight my, my not to highlight but to to make my values get more richer. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I mean, sure. We learn from each other. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I, I kind of include opportunities in a value, and to me, you know, there are a lot of people that absolutely do not want to allow other people to have opportunity. And that is just true. It's true today. It was true at the founding of this country. And we were in denial about it, complete denial about it. I was. Um, oh, yes, I and certainly. I, and I, I still am in some respects. And, you know, you know, when I learn, when I talk to some of the kids that I grew up with in the 70s, uh, in particular, a friend of mine who was a black woman, we were very, very close. Her, her stepfather was white in Kansas. It was illegal for that marriage to happen. And, and that, I don't know if you call that a value, um, but it's, you know, 
I don't know if I can change somebody that thinks mm. that that is a, a, a sin or a, or that will that will be harmful to society to have an interracial marriage or to allow them. She had to lie about her address to go to a school. They had to live out of town in order for people not to discover that there was an interracial marriage. And in our town, um, which was the most liberal town in Kansas, Lawrence, there was a Oh, the university, right? Right. And there was a street where Native Americans were not allowed north of a certain street. Mm. And this was in the 70s. And that, to me, you know, I don't know if you call that a value, um, but there are people that value their lives a lot more than others. And that's where, you know, that's where the whole Black Lives Matter thing is. Well, it's is, where the whole social compact exactly. breaks down. It totally breaks down. You know, like everybody is saying that, uh, and Kelly, when you want to talk, just unmute yourself. And you, and you too, Barbara. Good morning, Barbara. Your volume is low, Barbara. Oh, your volume's too low, sweetie. How's that? Is there that better? Perfect. Oh my God, it's completely different. Okay, great. Yeah, it's so interesting because we did a study of seventy-two companies, and we said, what are the one thing that you value the most? in terms of your core value, and that was a sense of belonging, right? And when you look at that in terms of group therapy, that's what it creates, a sense of belonging, a sense of sharing your experiences, your challenges, you know, connected with one another. And I think it should be beyond encouraged. I think it should be embraced. Well, we're going to help each other. I mean, this is why I'm on this app. Yeah, it's like it's why I got on the app, and it's why I stay on the app. And I'm trying to figure out different ways to do it. You know, group therapy is just, in some ways, it's just holding space. Yes, exactly. And, and this election, you know, this election has really. I mean, I had issues before, uh, but they weren't like this. This election has driven me into anxiety that at my age I can't handle because I, I, I'd be stunned, uh, you know, at not living in a democracy for one thing, for another, uh, Kanye West drove me, you know, Kanye West's attitude toward Jews and blacks was another thing that that completely threw me over the edge. I mean, by the time I, I added up Kanye West, the scam that I very nearly got into with the guy that I met on Clubhouse who told me he loved me and blah, blah, blah. And it's only because I'm not stupid that I didn't fall for it. You know, I mean, between that and the election and... Um, and the anti-Semitism and the anti-black, the racism, you know, all of 
and the backtracking of the things that I held dear since my childhood. You know, I everything came to a head for me last week, and I had like a little mini breakdown. And I and I I sort of thought to myself, what am I doing on this unfriendly planet? It's just, it has become a very unfriendly planet. So I called a therapist, yay. And I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have some therapy because if this is the world, I don't wanna give up. I, I have a mission. Yeah, and you also do yoga, Dr. Francine, which is yes. also a community for you, right? And so there are many different right. things that people can do to feel that sense of connectedness because it's so divisive these days and people get lost and lonely and disturbed about what's happening, you know, and it's not, you know, I'm Heyman and I go from Canada, but we feel it too. You know, I have my family in Denmark who's watching the election and just going, where's the world going? You know? And, so it's, and, it's a global phenomenon, really. And plus U S has the biggest cultural uh, influence in the world. Right. And I think like, you know, the election tactics, the discourse, the, the, you know, the, the, you know, all those wordings is copied. People don't realize it, but it has a huge cultural influence, not only movies and stuff, uh, but all the electioneering, all the TV, the media, has a global influence. And I think the U.S. has to really take a uh, stock of what where they are in that discourse, too. And I think the U.S. is part, it's mostly to blame as well for their own problems. Well, I, you know, again, I'm in a lot of um, rooms, global rooms all across the world. And what I have learned from these global rooms, which is, you know, fascinating um, and sad at the same time, is that nobody really respects the U.S. They think we're crazy. I mean, the European Union is trying desperately to work itself through its problems together as the European Union. And yes, each separate country has its, um, its, you know, and I don't want to say one of the most deleterious words that, that I heard used so much is right. You know, it's right wing, so many right wing, uh, bad influences or somebody, so many, alt-right wing bad influences or so many left, you know, or Antifa, but it isn't right or wrong, right or left bad influences. It's, it's extremes. It's the extremes of everything. And, you know, it's, it's tempting to bury your head in the sand. Like my yoga teacher, Barbara, you tell me about yoga and how I take yoga. The other night I was in a yoga class and my yoga teacher said to me, said to the class, oh, this is the last night to mail in your early voting ballot. And, and she said, but I have 
this class and then I have a man coming to blah, blah, blah. I forgot what you said, but, but <laughs> I'm going to miss the post office. And so I was, I said to her, you know, I'll come over and drive you down there, you know, so that you can put your ballot in a, in a drop box. And then I thought to myself, what are the election rules this year? You know, is it, if I do that, am I ballot harvesting? I mean, this is, this is just absolutely crazy. And it's, it's just, it's a sign of no, no trust, no faith in each other, no, no, no nothing. You know, it's like, I, I, I don't know. And I, Canada, I thought, was very different. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we have our own problems too. It's just, I think, um, I don't know, Barbara, you, you should chime in there, but I think also like, I'm not sure whether, like, you know how Rick, you were saying values. First of all, I mean, the parties, I'm sure on both sides, the people voting, and I think uh, people on call-in or clubhouse, please chime in. I mean, do you actually feel that all your values are accounted for by the parties? Because I don't think you have a good choice either. That's another thing. I think that causes a lot more stress because you have no choice, uh, really. It's a stay with the standard status quo or thing. It's like, you know, the standard uh, electioneering, right? It's like, we've always been there or like, you know, they're, they're going to do this. We're not going to do that. Yeah. And we, and, and we've been set against each other, man versus woman um, in this election. Anyway, man versus women, right versus left, religious white versus, versus non-religious black. Yeah. yeah. Atheist versus religion. City versus rural. Yeah, it's completely, the whole thing is completely binary. Mm -hmm. And we're almost forced to choose binary sides, black and white sides in a world that is, con, you know, continually more gray. Yeah. And those who are gray uh, always get silenced out because you got these two strong people who, you know, pretty much squash anything else. And that's happened around the world and it's happening here too. It will happen. I mean, it's, it's a bit scary. Hi everyone. May I chime in? This is Kelly. Hey Kelly. Of course. Hi everyone. Good morning, afternoon, evening. Um, thank you for the conversation and for holding the space. Uh, there's so many things that, that you're speaking on that go through my head uh, on almost an hourly basis. And uh, so I, I just want to kind of quickly before that my stream of consciousness kind of escapes me um, on a few points here. Uh, Dr. Francine, you, you mentioned the word right. Well, I'm just going to read down what I have, how I have it listed, how I wrote it down. I said, words matter to what degree? And then I have right slash wrong and then extremes. And in a big box, I have extremes. And then I wrote down teeter totter, easier to bury head in the sand. I have, I look at 
life um, experiences. And this is just my viewpoint. Uh, so, uh, you know, just in my opinion, from my experiences, I look at, you know, I'll say it, I look at my life almost as, you know, and others as like a teeter totter. You know, some beings might have, you know, what is it called? I'm not a scientist either, but like the, wherever it is in the middle, it's like, you might have, I, I don't want to like say certain words cause it would sound kind of weird, but like, you know, the more experiences and I just mean like life experiences, you know, which does, I believe, and I'm coming to learn, you know, through clubhouse and speaking um, out is that it is a lot of trauma to where, you know, you have to figure out coming from adversity. And so some people's teeter totter is just not as, you know, wide because they haven't had that many experiences, nothing against an individual. Um, but I, I've been in a place where I've buried my head in the sand because it is easier and Dr. Francine, I could tell, you know, in your voice, it's like, yeah, I mean, taking deep breaths is so important right now. Um, and so I'm going to end and I'm going to switch this a little bit. Um, at the bottom of the page, I have, uh, so this, well, in 2022, I do have the article. It's somewhere in my bookmarks. I can do a search for it um, just for validity in terms of research. But $4 billion was spent in influencer marketing alone. When we look at things on an international scale, I should have prefaced, I apologize, I do live in the States. And uh, so a, a lot of things are focused on the States. And I encourage people who live in the States to look outside of the, the States and look at things on an international level. Uh, because the marketing, the online marketing, online advertising, the messaging, these things that Dr. Francine spoke on about what's going on with events. Well, you know, there's a lot of other things like COP27, uh, you know, the midterms coming up. Veterans Day is coming up. Thank you to all of those who have served and who are serving and their families. So when we look at things in terms of the media and I'll land here. Thank you for the time. Um, we have to understand. I believe that we have to look at things and say, is this a shiny dangly carrot that's distracting us from other things such as policy on an international level, such as how voting impacts on a bottom up ground roots, you know, grassroots level up to top down. And I know people don't like those, you know, the ways in which you use that, but we need to meet in the middle because uh, in the lyrics um, from a band's live from their album, Mental Jewelry, I remember if in high school, I had to write this and their lyrics are, this is not a black and white world to be alive. And I could be butchering this, but to be alive, I say the colors must swirl. We must all appreciate the beauty of gray. Thank you. Oh, Kelly, that's awesome. Thank you so much for that because of course that's the world I live in. You know, I'm if if you're in the audience and you don't know who I am or you're listening to this somewhere, um, or will listen to it somewhere and don't know who I am, I'm eighty one. And one of the reasons I came on Clubhouse was to offer what I thought 
was wisdom and life experience from a successful life to younger people who, you know, might need uh, advice, mentoring, a shoulder to cry on, you know, name what else? Well, this is what, what I have found instead is that, number one, I'm still learning. I, I mean, I may have advice to give, but I also have found out, especially on the, the racism, you know, scale, that I have advice to get. I mean, that I need to study more and learn more. But the other thing is that there are so many places where nobody gives a shit what I think or older people think or uh, people people who grew up with a, a sense of social responsibility or social justice think. And that has been, to me, that has been, and I'm sure my children would just say, get off the platform, stupid. But, you know, that's, to me, that's been the greatest both failure and enlightenment for me so far. Dr. Francine, that's exactly why I came into this room. I, I can't make this stuff up. I saw the room group therapy for folks who need it. I saw that you were in the room and I came in to ask a question. Which is, and it, the question is, why am I still on this app? It's like, but I can't <laughs> leave it because it goes like, no joke. I cannot make this up. And all the MI, I can't even, all my acronyms, it's like, just mind map me. I know, but I made a conscious decision. I, I did not know what this app was. I was not a cool kid. You know, I didn't get an invite or whatever. And, oh, but I was in online media and whatnot. I just got out of it. And then I was like, whoa, here we are. Okay. And so once I, you know, I've been on it for over a year and it is the relationships. It is the connections. And I truly believe and this is my rainbows and unicorns. And so this is where I need some help because like, I feel like, you know, it's the energy that is just train. It's the, the transfer and the transmutation and the processing of all of our energies together. And, you know, it's a pressure cooker right now, I, I believe. And I mean that in terms of like, you know, be like just the wealth of information. And so why am I still here? It's like, I've given myself deadlines to get off the app. I've been like, okay, I need to walk away. I don't make money on this app. Like I didn't come here for any reason, but I found people that such as yourselves and those who are listening. And I talk a lot and I'm sorry. I, I put a timer on me too. Um, but that's the thing. I'm still on this app and it's because of conversations and connections. And I believe that everyone has a, we all have a story to tell that said. And I said this in this way last night in a room, I said, there's a difference between storytelling and stages and shows. And I believe that 
one should be aware that if they are on a stage or show versus storytelling. So stories. I'm so with you, Kelly, you know, and when you said contacts and connections, I, I was thinking how every time I think about, you know, people like Cheryl and, and Barbara and Heyman and Rick, who I've known almost my whole time on the app, I think to myself, well, these are my friends. These are, you know, these are my, I I won't even call them contacts and connections. These are my friends. These are people who've been through the last two and a half, three years with me. And I dearly love the, you know, these people. And, and, and I don't know where I would be without them, you know? So it's, so it's interesting. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it's, it's, uh, and uh, likewise too, it's, I think it's, it's a human thing, right? Like we all, like we all need to feel a belong one that's natural. And two is also, I think we want to feel like we're, uh, part of something bigger so doing something doing more and also these sort of opportunities allow like we find people who are sort of in sync or at least uh in you know in in the same frequency as us in thinking and that's what happened when the internet opened up remember how you know people who were maybe in a small community or uh in an area where they were not their skills and their talents were not being appreciated but then they go on when the internet started they had the bb i mean all the bulletin boards uh the videos youtube that connected people uh messengers um and there's a bigger community out there i mean for instance right now on stage right now lucia's in france cheryl's in japan Joyce in the West Coast. Alka is in in England. Johan is in Sweden. Uh, I mean, so we're from all over here. And I'm, I know, and I think this is absolutely mind boggling, yeah. mind bogglingly amazing. And Jenny, Jenny, oh, Jenny, I forget <laughs> you're Salt Lake, no Boulder. Yeah, I'm in Colorado. Yeah. I'd like to address Francine's point about being scammed and someone trying to give her a job at the UN and get money from her and can give me your bank account. Um, I recently had someone reach out to me in a significant way to be my friend online. I didn't know her and I welcomed her with open arms into my life. She was theatrical and she talked about doing a show together and we had a phone conversation that was authentic and real. And then the pitch started coming about a month ago where she was down on her luck and, Oh, do you have a few dollars? I said, no, I don't. I don't, I just don't give money to people online ever because I just am so wary of the, the scams. And then the, the, the pitch came, became really overt when she called me and uh, she was crying. And it, it, it was obvious she was just trying to milk everything she could uh, in terms of just general compassion and just came right out. I need money. I'm desperate. I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm not doing well. It's so sad when you allow someone into your heart to become your friend and then here's this scam. And so, you know, I, I've unfriended her, deleted her from my life, and I'm sorry to see her go. It was a wonderful friendship while it lasted. But, you know, when you feel like you're being played, there's no trust there. And so I think we all need to be kind of cautious about that in these online spaces. 
and, and I've made well, and that's money. why I'm changing this into a house. You know, well, and for, where... Francine, I have made some of the best friends of my life online, and many of them I've met in in real life because we loved each other so much. We made the effort to get together. So I believe online friendships are authentic and real. But there are also those people out there who just want to take advantage. And so I think that's a powerful story that you shared. Oh, and, you know, I mean, my thank you so much. I I really uh, think of I have to point this out, though, right? I have to point this out. I know about both of you, right? And I know for a fact that you guys wouldn't have met in some of the clubhouse rooms if you were to, like, if you were to mingle. Because the fact is, it's because our individual, um, you know, our individual, uh, uh, you know, uh, things that we were doing would have uh, basically banged heads. And so that's the magic of sometimes uh, like having this free flowing talk and long conversations because you discover more depth about people versus the headlines uh, that they may be in, the rooms that they may be in or the, 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 the bites right the the that they've said um because ultimately i know like from having spoke to a lot of you, you pretty much i mean at the end of the day uh, if we like take down our you know our your you know your labels and everything else we're all we could all be friends right right sorry friends i didn't interrupt you there but i just found that interesting it's fascinating and you didn't interrupt me or if so i deserve interrupting because I've been speaking so much, but you know, I, I, I did this very selfish room group therapy for those who need it, where the person who needed it the most was me. And, and, you know, every once in a while you have to dig down into your, um, I don't, I don't know what it is. Your, solar plexus or your heart space or your, you know, call it whatever you will and put it out there and try to draw your true friends, you know, your real, um, your real companions, your real um, community. And, and then I don't, but I've tried before to pull that together. I started a house on Geneva. And the reason I did that was because I thought Clubhouse might go away. And I was like, uh oh, I have all these great contacts on Clubhouse. What am I, you know, what am I going to do if Clubhouse goes away? So I put everything on Geneva. And nobody really thought people followed me, they signed up but they don't hang out on Geneva. So it's not a place where you form friendships. You know, it, it's, it is, it's a nice community, but it doesn't seem to attract my, I don't call them, I shouldn't call them my people, but the people that I know, like you say, Heyman, my, my people come from all apps and platforms and walks of life. Yeah, and variety is the spice. That's why that's why I was actually pushing for early days. I mean, I was pushing for multiple platforms. Like I, I fully supported Colin when it started up, and Twitter Spaces. I tried to, but couldn't uh, because they have technical issues whenever we connect. Uh, but my, I mean, I, I didn't like the fact that some people didn't have access, 
and that was that was irking me. Like I don't like right. it when there's accessibility issues, right? And I don't like it when people get silenced. I mean, I mean, there's supposed to be a respectful discussion. Like you could respectfully tell the person, "Look, you've had your say. Let others speak." Right? Uh, that's that's normal. I mean, rather than saying, "Oh, let's block that person," right? And I I remember dealing with a lot of blocks behind the scenes. I was trying to negotiate. Why did you block this person? I, you know, like. Uh, it's not right, right? They they also yeah. I wouldn't reason. even try that. But let Rick just un unmuted. So yeah, it, you know the, this app. I mean, for me, I, I'm kind of an introvert. I never finished college. Um, you know, I I'm a behind the scenes. Could I ask you a question, Rick? Uh-huh. Every room I'm in with you, you start out by saying, "I never finished college." Who freaking cares? Well, a, a lot of people do care, and um, you know, it's um, I have I don't have a great um, memory. Uh, you know, I I have uh, I'm not a good learner. So, but I love to listen to people and I, I have a really intense curiosity, but that's one of the reasons I'm here because I'm allowed in, in places that I have not been allowed um, to participate. And, and part of that is I'm kind of this weird in between kind of thing, you know, that, that, uh, um, you know, most of the people I really enjoy spending time with are very worldly, and um, just because I love to to hear about those experiences. But that that's the reason that I love this app because I'm exposed to people from all over the world with totally different life experiences than mine, and I get inspiration from them. I get inspiration from the challenges that they faced in life. Uh, whether they started at the very, very bottom or whether they grew up rich but had horrible families or, you know, um, the challenges that people face, we all face challenges. I mean, let's, let's you know, be honest about that. Even Even those of us who grew up in the best financial or social circumstances, you know, that has its own set of issues. But... You know, what I was saying earlier was I put it in the chat, this, this, these people that I knew back when I was a child and they were kind of my, very inspirational to me as far as being, coming active and becoming more curious. Um, when I went back to Kansas, they had an old farm and they donated this farm and they're building 10, um, like tiny homes for kids aging out of foster care. It's like oh, the kids, that's awesome. It's like the kids nobody wanted. That's a beautiful and, thing, Rick. It and, is a beautiful thing. And you know what, Rick? I took those kids for a while. And, so, and I still have three of them in my life. But yes. Yeah. And they know, they know that it's not going to be easy. Um, you know they're they're struggling to find the financing, but they have six of these things built, tiny homes, solar powered, 
Um, it, it's, you know, they're going to have free internet. They're going to have a community garden, hiking paths, um, you know, to show people that they have potential and that there are opportunities even among the worst of circumstances. And that's what I find inspiration from is to see, you know, as bad as things are, even in Kansas, in Leavenworth County, which is very conservative, there's people doing really inspirational things totally against the grain. And that's what has to give us hope and to keep going. And and I just want to add something, Rick, because that's the world that isn't really being highlighted as much as it should, you know? The dark side is being highlighted. The divisiveness is being highlighted, right? My husband and I, a few weeks ago, we went to Cape Breton. I don't know if you know, that's in Nova Scotia, Canada. They had the worst storm in, what, Heyman, 40 years or something horrible. And we saw these tiny houses uh, just being floating away into the ocean, and everybody, everybody on Cape Breton is building everything for everyone. Like they're all hands on. They knock on each other's door. Do you need any food? Do you need any booze? You know, it's just amazing. And that's the stuff we should highlight. Like really mind the gold in, in that. You know, that 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 the things that lifts us up and also can emulate can has have us emulate those actions as well you know want to do that in the in the new house that i'm creating or we're creating because i can't do it without you and Heyman for sure no i think okay. also, i think also we yes. should we should think of it as like an oasis not rather the a club that people have to belong to it's like you know like like i always think of it like cheers right like if you whenever you're down or whatever your thing just come down and hang out with us right and I think well, let's just see if that's attractive because so far I've been looking at houses, at which is sounds like some realtor should be saying <laughs> it should that. be an Airbnb <laughs> that you have. <laughs> I, I know, but I, so far I'm looking at houses, and the most active ones are the ones talking about political issues, oh. you know, or science. how awful things is the sky is falling, yeah. you know, right. crypto's coming back and NFTs will come yeah. back and. Yeah, all of that wonderful jazz. But, you know, how about we hold on the other half of the sky, you know, which is... I, that's work. what I want to do, and that's what okay. I always came on okay. here to do. I'm now all in. Let's it's continue. It's just going to be called Karma House instead of Karma Club. I'll keep everybody up to date. If you, if you follow me, um, let's see, how do I do this so that I know you want to join? I have a certain number of invitations to give out, but I have 30,000 followers or something like that. So I, I need to hear from you somewhere. My, probably the best is my back channel. Um, if you want yeah. to be given an invitation, if you already follow me, if you know you, you, know, you want to be part of this, and you're willing to help commit to make it positive and not negative? Yes. Yeah. Let's- I just want to add one thing, Dr. Francine, and I'm sorry I missed a couple of weeks, but, you know, one of the things that we're doing as a family is to really share what's working in this world of ours, you know, to really uplift people because there's some magical 
things that's happening, you know. And uh, there was a newspaper years ago in Britain that only published good news. I don't know if it's still around. I'll find out. But it was a wonderful thing. Um, anyway, yes, yes and yes. That's all I want to say about that. Uh, but if we're saying family, we should also say that all families will fight at one point or another. It's like yep. any Thanksgiving table. You'll always have arguments. But the key thing is no one's going to walk away. We'll talk it out. That's the key thing. Or agree to disagree. I yeah. want to bring that circle. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I can't hold this in. I drive through Leavenworth County. And this is just crazy because I am right next to Rick, who is talking about tiny homes in Leavenworth County, Kansas. I am across the state line in Missouri and Jackson County. Um, I could go into the even more just amazingness and unpacking and interweaving and all of that. I am um, one of my initiatives um, because I live kind of in like the red line area where it's about to be gentrified here in Kansas City, Missouri. And uh, so working within marginalized communities, pre-gentrification to do steam stem innovation labs that are sustainable and that have community gardens and uh, that have music and art and a sense of community. And then I hear, here's Rick right here, right next to me, but not, but is, if that, wow. you know, and I just have to share that because Sure, I that's why it. you're still on the app. That's, that's exactly right. That's it. Crazy thing is like I can't. I'm like I have my computers in front of me because I'm like I'm working on something that's for the sustainable development goals that's local here. That's working like that. I'm presenting to like the World Cup because I mean it's just this is the cool thing. So sorry to take up the space, but like this just this is the good to me. This is good news. Maybe it's just selfish, but and Kelly, you know what? Do not apologize. Do not apologize for taking space. Thank you for contributing. That's great. You know, and when I was in Kansas City, I had lunch on my way back to the airport. I had lunch with Mamadou, who I met on Clubhouse. And, oh, my um, gosh. Yeah, it, it was we just had a wonderful time. And, um, you know, it was it was really something. I, I would recommend a Zoom coffee chat for both of you. Well, and I would and, and I would recommend an IRL meeting for um, anyone who is capable of doing it yeah. with anyone that they know, because every single one of them that I've done, and I've done a fair number of them because people come through Phoenix all the time, and every one has been mind bending it's a ble they are a blessing Manaz, hi. okay Manaz is here hi and friends dr hi. francine i'm gonna see you next week and i'm actually in hospital right now but oh. i'm gonna be released on on monday and then i'm flying to phoenix so i will see you next week barbara we need to talk yeah. though and, and yes. make make something solid about that so you got it and 
and I'm not going to make you talk about why you're in the hospital, but no, it's all good. Okay. Manaz, you want to close us out? Hello. Hello. It's good to hear your voice. Long especially. Time. Hey, man. I, yes, it's been a long time. I know. Time. I've been the AWOL person. I'm missing in action everywhere. Yeah, it's good to see you back on Clubhouse. Uh, it's a, such a great idea, Dr. Francis. I think we all need that uh, voices at some point. And I wish it wasn't just virtual. I yeah. love food. And that makes well, sense. <laughs> you, you, yeah, but we but we all can't be all over the world all the time. Well, so put, it, put it in my put it in my back channel if you want an invitation to the house. And of course, gonna, thank you. And we're going to invite people who want invitations, who want to commit to the idea of of really highlighting some of the good things that could happen in the world if we would let them you know we we argue for our own limitations we get in our own way and we divide ourselves from people who um who we should be closer to but let me say what i say at the end of every single one of these rooms which is i love you and Oh, Joyce, go ahead and speak before I go any further. Hi, Joyce. Oh, well, I I just am excited about your having a house, and uh, yeah, I'd like to join. <laughs> all right, you'll be positive. I think we'll have we'll have virtual and real world. I, I honestly, Francine, this is a this is the sort of an app idea I was thinking about like last year, but we'll talk. I think we should build it something. <laughs> Something to connect people. Seriously, I think we can. Okay, because with my coding, with my coding skills, I don't think. It'll I don't happen. think we need to. We don't need the coding part. We just need the the, the whole idea is to create uh, something that's which suits all of us, right? From our different palettes, our different interests, values, um, and yeah, I think we're at that stage Let where me- we shouldn't be passive anymore. I think we should be active and. I, I agree, and that's why I started Let's the house. Let's do it. Yeah. Yes. Paul, gave, Paul gave me access to start a house months ago, and I said, you know, my jury's out. I have a nice club, and I think I'll keep the, you know, the club. But, um, but today is really, you know what? The person who got the most value from this group therapy session was me. And, and you know, my thought process is that it's it's always what I thought it was, and I had lost sight of that, but now I have it again. Uh, this is an app for friends and connections and community, and it's going to happen because I'm going to recommit to it, and I'm going to tell you, as I've told you since the very beginning, I love you all. If you show up, I love you because even if you don't show up, <laughs> we love you as long as you stay. We love you, Doctor Francine. <laughs> right, we love and you, I, and I feel blessed that I can have these kinds of conversations, which on my part are always completely and totally uh, authentic, because I was never taught to be any other way, and and I'm very grateful for all of you. And I will see you next week, and there'll be more details 
about the house. And Barbara, either call me or text me or something if you feel okay. And you I'm good. Ready. I'm going to see you next week, Dr. Fencine, and I will text you. No, that's going to be a problem. We have to solidify something. I, I'll right. call Let's, you. Okay. I'll call you. All right. Okay. Okay, I'm going to close the room. And thanks and... as well for joining us from the call-in side, Lucia, Jenny. Oh, you know what? I never say that to call-in. <laughs> and call-in is very faithful, so yeah. I totally appreciate call-in and the people on call-in who are very nice. Yeah. So. Thank you. The world is bye nice. Bye, everybody. Just had to look for it. <laughs> Thank you. This was yes. this was fun. It was great. Thank you for coming. Take care all. Bye. Bye, Lucia. I hope you're well. We have to catch up sometime. I'm sorry. I've just been Oh, you're probably sleeping. Take care. <laughs>